Welcome back to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya. I want to thank you for listening and for subscribing. Be sure to check out prayerisbreathing.com for more information or to stay tuned. I also want to let you know, ladies, we have a virtual Bible study every Monday night at 8 p.m. It's called The Equipping where we teach the word of God. We have a memory verse. It's a really, really powerful time of studying the word, prayer, so much more. It's just an amazing community of women that are on fire for God. So in order to be a part of that, you simply register at www.equip.eventbrite.com. That's www.equip.com dot eventbrite.com. Now, a few Mondays ago, the Lord had me share on faith and authority. And I want to share this on this podcast because this is going to bless your life. You have authority in Christ Jesus. And according to your faith, you can speak to mountains and they must be moved. So I want to encourage you with this message. I want you to just take some notes, listen in because it was so good. And whatever you are facing, whatever you are going through in this moment, open up the word of God, stand on the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you so that you will receive strength and he will give you strategy and you will understand the authority that you have in Christ Jesus. So let's go ahead and take a listen. Again, we're talking about faith and authority. And we're going to take a look at the centurion in Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Oh, it says, Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Okay? So we have this centurion who represents somebody in authority. And he's, he's talking about he has a servant at his house. So verse seven, Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Verse eight, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Now, if you old school, you got your Bible that you can underline that part or you can highlight it on your app. It says, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Now, let me tell you something. We get to a place in faith where God simply has to speak a word. And that's what faith is. Faith is you don't see it yet. You don't see it. When you begin to see something with your natural eyes, it is no longer faith. Why? Because faith is the evidence of things hoped for. It's the thing that you cannot see. So when you cannot see it, that's where you need faith. And so what the centurion tells Jesus, he says, only speak a word and my servant will be healed. I'm going to pause there because tonight we're talking about the power of your words, the power of what you speak, the power of what you pray, the power of what you prophesy, the power. And so the centurion tells Jesus that once he speaks a word, his servant will be healed. And listen, let's look at verse nine. This is so good to me, y'all. Uh, Verse 9 says, for I also am a man under authority. Now, I want to pause here, right? Because we hear a lot about faith, but we don't understand many times the connection between faith and authority, okay? So when you look at faith, you have to look at the authority of God. The authority of God is critical when it comes to your faith level. You have to believe that God has the authority to do whatever it is that you're asking him to do. You have to believe that 
um, God is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him, right? And it's saying here, listen, he's telling Jesus, I am also a man under authority, having soldiers under me. So he's saying, I know what it's like to be in a place of authority. And he says this, I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. So the centurion is talking about the power of his words. He says, as a person in authority, when I tell this person to go, they go. When I tell this person to come here, they come here, right? And so he says this. He says, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. He does it. So he says, listen, he's explaining to Jesus, this is how authority works. And I understand authority because I'm someone who has authority. And y'all, there's very few times in the Bible where Jesus marvels. I don't know if you read that a lot, but there's very few times where Jesus would stop and he would marvel. And this is probably the um, the climax. This is why this is one of my favorite stories because the response that Jesus has here in this passage is so remarkable and amazing. And he says this, when Jesus heard it, we're in verse 10. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who follow, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. So how do we go, how do we get here? How do we go from the centurion talking about authority to Jesus saying, I have not found such great faith. And so what the centurion is saying, because listen, many of us, if Jesus says, hey, I'm coming to your house, I'm gonna come heal that person. You're like, all right, let's set the GPS, speed throughout the highway, come heal this servant girl. But for the centurion to stop him and say, hey, you don't have to come here. This is where we get to in, in, in Bible, we get to in our faith. I don't have to have my feelings untouched. I don't have to feel like God is working. Because we talked about this last week, that faith goes beyond how we feel. And so the centurion was saying, hey, you don't have to show up in person. If you just speak the word, I understand that everything has to submit to the word of God. I understand that when you speak, everything comes into subjection according to what you say. So what he's saying to Jesus is everything has to obey your words because you have authority. Y'all following me? I hope so. You have authority. So this is what he tells him. He says, speak the word only. So then let's look at verse 11. And he says, and I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abram, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into utter darkness, into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I'll explain what that means in a second. Verse 13, then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way and as you have believed. Can y'all type as you have believed? Just type that in the comments. As you have believed, as you have believed. Because we talked about faith is personal. It's according to your faith. So I can't have faith all the time for you. You have to have some faith of your own. And so as you have believed, this month of August will go as you have believed. And he says, as you have believed, so let it be done for you. So let it be done for you. And I love this part. It's so good right here. Verse 13. And his servant was healed that same hour. Can you type that same hour? How cool is that? The hour that Jesus speaks, the servant is healed. And y'all, this is not like Uber and 
cars. Like they have a good distance back to this this girl's house, right? But that same hour that the word spoke, thank you, Holy Ghost, that's when this thing was manifested. We also see this in the book of Daniel where the angel shows up and says to him, what? I have come because of your words. Why? Because your words carry power. Your words carry power. And whether you see the manifestation right away or not, your words go in and they happen according to what you say. And I could back this up so many different circles according to the word of God, um, but we don't really have enough time for that tonight. But I want to tell you that however you speak and declare and prophesy, your words will follow suit because Jesus had this authority and then he gave this authority to us. He gave us authority over our words. He gave us authority. He said, now you can speak to the mountain and the mountain must be moved. Everything has to submit to what you have spoken. When you have authority, not only when you have authority, but when you understand the authority that you have. Can I tell you that the three temptations that we look at in the Bible, where um, the devil's trying to get Jesus to turn the stones into bread. He's trying to do all this stuff. He was trying to get his level of authority. He wanted him to speak to those stones. He wanted them to do all these things. And let me tell you, the word of the Lord is strong and mighty. You have to be careful not to be tempted to speak against what God is doing in this season. I don't have time to go into Zechariah and Luke chapter two is one of my favorite passages where God literally shuts Zacharias' mouth. He's no longer able to speak. I'll save that for a separate Bible study. I did a whole chapter on that in my book. That's not a shameless plug, it's really powerful. But I'm saying that to say that when you don't know what to speak, you have to be silent or you can make a decision to speak a better word, to speak a different report, to open up your mouth and, and begin to declare some things over your life and understand the authority that you have as a child of God. Stand the authority of God. When you understand the authority of God, I'm telling you, everything about your life will change. Why? Because the Bible says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ has the final authority. You will no longer be scared of demons, devils, darkness, all these kind of things because you understand the authority of God. And there's no one greater, there's no one higher, there's no one that has more authority than the Lord. So when you understand God's authority, your faith will hit different because you know that God still has the whole world in his hands and he can do whatever it is that he wants to do. So one, you understand the authority of God. Number two, believe that God is able to do what you are asking him to do. Okay, if you don't believe that God is able to do it, you have to somewhere check your faith. And sometimes we think that God is like us and we limit our perception on God and our views of God should be based on the word of God. And sometimes you need God to open up your eyes so that you can see things differently and that you can believe that God is able to do what you're asking him to do. So if you're believing God for a spouse, you have to believe that God can bless you with a healthy marriage. You have to believe that God is able to do those things that you're asking him to do, right? And that goes into the verse of Hebrews. It says that he who comes to God must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. All right, point number three, your words go ahead of you. Your words go ahead of you. 
those words went straight from Jesus's mouth to that servant girl. That's a whole nother branch of prayer and intercession because you can speak a word in the spiritual realm and it has to deliver to that person, whether you're there or not. You can speak today is a day of salvation. You can speak healing to somebody in the hospital bed. And at that very same hour, healing will go forth to them because the spiritual realm is not limited by time. Okay, so your words go ahead of you. I want you just um, right here, uh, what words are going to go ahead of you for the month of August? Move in the direction of your words. So whatever you speak, you're going to follow suit. Thank you, Z. Yep, it's Hebrews 11.6. Thank you, uh, Minister Zanika. Hebrews 11.6. All right, so what words, you move in the direction of your words. So whatever you're constantly speaking, whatever you're constantly hearing, you're going to follow suit. This is why sometimes in deliverance, we have to undo so many things that we've heard all of our lives. Like, oh, you won't be anything. You're going to be like your no good daddy. Like all those things have to be broken down so that you don't go in the direction of those words. Right? So praise God. Amen. All right. Number five, faith is what is unseen. So whenever you don't see something, you have the ability to apply your faith. You have the opportunity to apply your faith. And so even though this young servant girl, she was home, she was paralyzed. She was in a dreadful state. He said that she was being tormented. And let me tell you, even it doesn't matter how bad things look, if you're able to apply your faith, say five, one more time. Yeah, faith is what is unseen. There is a time frame between the spiritual and the natural realm. So you can say, well, Toya, I prayed about it. I don't see anything happening. There is a time frame between the spiritual and the natural realm. And a lot of times when it comes to faith, there's a time frame, but it's already done in heaven, right? So even the word of God says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the spiritual realm takes precedence. The spiritual realm goes first. So it's already done in the spirit. You're just waiting on it to manifest in the natural. Okay. So that's how that works. So because this man has so much faith, Jesus spoke the word and the spiritual realm and the natural realm, they collided at the same time. It was done. If he just pulled it straight from heaven right into the natural realm. There was no delays. <laughs> That's the prayer we need. No delays. As it is in heaven, let it be. So let it be. Now, you know, a quick delivery. Amen? So there's a time frame between the spiritual and the natural realm. Um, point number seven, you have to see it by faith. You have to see it by faith. No matter how things look in your natural eye. We talked about this last week that David said, unless I had believed I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So he said, I would have lost heart. If you don't see it by faith and you don't have an element of faith, you will always be punked by the devil. If all you live your life on is natural circumstances and a thing that's going on in this world, you are in an unfair fight in the spiritual realm. And the devil can corner you with all different levels of fear, anxiety, um, uh, unsettledness, you know, torment, whatever. You have to step out of the natural and begin to come up higher and begin to walk by faith and begin to speak by faith and begin to be to, to declare by faith. 
So I want to thank you so much for listening to Faith and Authority. I pray that you are able to apply these nuggets to your life, that you will understand everything that God has in store for you and understand that it's faith that pleases God. And so we want to live lives that are pleasing to him. And in order to do that, we have to walk by faith and not by sight. I want to say a prayer for you. Father, I thank you for every person that listened to this podcast. I pray, God, that you would um, give them ears to hear what your spirit is saying. God, I thank you, Lord, that you have given us faith. Everyone has a measure of faith. And so God, I pray that you will stir up the gift of faith. Let us understand that you are who you say you are and you will do what you said you would do. And so God, we can believe in you because you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. And so father, I thank you for moving mountains. I thank you, God, that you desire to give good gifts to your children. I thank you, God, that with you, all things are possible. Nothing shall be impossible possible. And so father, we love you and we bless you in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Be sure to follow prayer is breathing on Instagram. Also be sure to check us out on Facebook. And if you have any prayer requests, you can send those prayer requests to prayer is breathing at gmail.com. God bless you.